0: Today's daf is Bavakama Davkufyod Dalid. We have 15 lines from the bottom of Davkufyod Gimalamade's Gufa. Today's daf is being learned as a schus for Achenu B'nai Yisrael Hanasunu Vashivya. So today's daf is a continuation of yesterday's daf, which dealt with halachos related to Gezela, specifically Gazalakum, Dina de Machusadina, tax collectors and all things that are Which means that if the government decrees something be so, it has the effect of a din, and one must obey it the way he would have to obey any halacha and shulchanarch. I'll prove to you that this must be the way it is. The Katli Dikli, because you find that the government sometimes will cut people's trees, the Gashri Gishri, and they'll use the wood of those trees to make bridges. And we use those bridges. Meaning, if the Halacha is not Dina de Dina, then every time we cross a bridge, we're violating the Isig Zela because really the bridge was made with material that was stolen. Must be, Dina de Mahusadina. if they take it, they have a right to take it, and as a result, we have a right to use it. Amli Abaya Zabaya told or I don't know if you have a right. Maybe there's no such thing as Dina de Mahusadina. And really, when the government builds bridges, they're violating the principles of Gzayla. But at the same time, it's okay for us to use it, because maybe... The owner of this tree was miayish from it when the government came and seized it from them. Meaning, Vidoma Mishumda Yayesh Lahumi Nayu Marayu. Maybe it's based on the fact that the owner gave a pope. So if he was Miyayesh, Yish is Koina, therefore it's going to be okay. Amale, Savart Ravar is Tabaya and he told them, iloy Dina de Malchusa Dina. Were not for the fact that Dina de Malchusa is Dina, Hechi Miyayesh Yish in and it of itself would not help. What do you mean? Why should Yiyush not help? So Rashi says it's because Rav is of the opinion that Yiyush Bechdi is loikani. Big. Machlik is here in the latter Daphne of Masech, where the Yiyush is koinah, Yiyush is not koinah. Rav held Yush is not koina, And Rashi adds to that, that although Yush the shinoi Meisah is koinah, taking the deckel and making a bridge out of it does not constitute a shinoi Meisah, Based on the Gemara earlier in Perak him, and it's for that reason said Ravah that must be Dina de Malchusa Dina. But the Gemara has another problem. This is Abaya following up with Rava. He said, Mal. mean, even if you're going to tell me that Dina de Malchusa Dina, I still don't understand why it's okay for us Yiddin to cross bridges. Why not? Because the people that are working for the government, then they don't follow exactly the instructions that they're given. Meaning, they don't do what the melech told them. How so? amazilu mikol bagi. It's mostabre that when the melech would tell his agent, go and build a bridge. Where are we going to get the material? Just take it from the people, from the landsman. The idea would be, go equally and take from everybody. So every person in the city should be mishtatev. But Lamaisa Abayah said, that's not the way it happens. Ve'inu azlu ve'katlu michad bago. They go, usually, to one person, and they take this one person's wood, and that's where they make the bridge from. So even if you're going to tell me, Dina demalchus Malhusatina, I still think we have a problem over here. But the Gemara says, Rava told him, Shlucha Malka Kemalka. I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, it's a mistake. And the reason is because this Shlucha malka, this agent, is kemoisa. He's like the melech that hired him. V'loi tarach. Now, the king himself, does he have to be matriach? Does he have to make a cheshben? I'm taking a little more wood from ruving than from No, He could do whatever he wants. If the king could do whatever he wants, the shliach could also do whatever he wants. Now... Just because the shliach has a right to take all the wood that he's going to use to build the bridges for one person doesn't necessarily mean that that person has to suffer. That person has a right to now go and make himself whole by going to all the other people and saying, listen, I essentially paid for this bridge. There's no reason for me to have to do that. And as a result, I want you to be mishtatav. That's something he has a right to do. And if he doesn't do it, the he or these people are being... Maps themselves, the who They should have figured out a way to make themselves whole. Meaning, said Rava, you want to know why we're allowed to use bridges? It's based on Dina the "You're going to tell me, I, the government agent doesn't do it exactly the way the Melech told him to do it. That's neither here nor there. Because the government agent is like the melech himself. And just like the melech could do whatever he wants, the agent could also do whatever he wants. Which means he can take it from one person. Now, just so happens if he takes it from one person, that one person has a schus to make himself whole. But at the same time, from the perspective of the government agent, what he's doing is fine. And that's why it's okay for us to go and use bridges. Abayah seemed to question it. bias seemed to say that, I'm not so sure that I hear the reason us being able to use bridges is based on Dina the Malchus Adina. If so, why then would it be okay? Because I think Yiyush is At the very least, Yiyush and Shinoi Maisa, when you take the thing that was stolen and you make a bridge out of it, and if that's the case, so you're dealing with Yiyush and Shinoi, that's why you'd be able to use it. It's Another Memra from Rava that's de so we're talking about taxes that people had to pay for that they had. So if you had tfua, you'd have to pay taxes. Now, what happens if a whole bunch of shutfin own this big granary together? The government official comes and he says, I want you to hand over tfuah. Theoretically, everybody should be responsible to pay pro rata based on their shutfis, whatever percentage they're supposed to pay. Stating that, Rava said, "Manda the beidari, the last man standing, the last person to pay in the be in the beidari, part of the Malka, he has to pay the entire amount that's being requested by the melech." Now he's not gonna have to eat the entire cost. Meaning, he's going to have to make the payment and then ultimately he'll be able to go to his Shutven and make himself whole. But based on Dina the Malchus Adina, the Melech has a right to take all of it from this one Shutf and the Shutaf can't come and say, what do you mean? I'm only one partner. I'll pay my Shear. It's not the way it works. You're a partner. You have to pay the whole thing. You'd rather have a right to go to your shutfin and make yourself whole. The Hanimili said, Rav a This is only true if this last person who was there is taka a Shutaf. But let's say he's a shearcropper, cropper. So shearcroppers croppers were people that used to work for people that owned fields. So this was a basic arrangement, a basic operating agreement where one person owns a field, another person knows how to work the field. And they come up with... They have some sort of arrangement where they split the profits. Now, the way it works in Lambdas is that the artist doesn't own any part of the field. He just has a schuss. He's entitled to a certain percentage of the profits that this field generates. But in terms of owning the field, he really owns nothing. And because he owns nothing, he is not responsible to pay any of the taxes. So if the artist is the last man standing, and now the government official walks in and he says, I'm coming to collect the taxes, he's not allowed to take it from the artist. It violates Dina the Malchusa That's what Rashi says. And if he takes it from the artist, what he took is Gezelah. And now if you buy it from him, you have to refer to the suyis that we're learning right now because technically you're a koina min hagazla, But the bottom line is, Rava said that this halacha, that the government has a right to take the full payment from one shutif, and it's the shutif's responsibility to make himself whole, is only true if he's a proper shutif. But if he's an aris, aris su kamapik, then fakir, you're taking something that I'm not to give you. My profit-sharing comes net of all the taxes. The taxes is something that the, the landowner is responsible for. And if that's the case... So, the government doesn't have a right to take it from the artist, and if they do, it's gzela. If you take it from them, you're taking something that was stolen. another bar bar miyabit. This is a real kiddush. Rashi says we're talking about a Yid, who was a gabai for the malach. So, uh, he works for the government. He was told to go seize an asset or collect taxes from somebody. This person is not around, he's not able to collect whatever he needs to collect. He has a right to go to his neighbor or to go to someone else who doesn't owe any money to the government, take it from him, and then let that person figure out a way to make himself whole from the person that really owns the money when he comes back. So this is already a very big chiddish, even in the world of Dina the Malchusa, but the bottom line is... Rav said that this is a halachas. So it's interesting. Rav is giving us Dina the right? Why would he give us Dinah the Malchusa? It's like he's literally reading the tax law to you. The reason he's doing it is because Dinah the Malchusa Dinah. So this is something that you have to do. Right? It doesn't sound like he's learning this from Shach and Chesh but He's telling you what the Dina the Malchusa was. But the bottom line is, Bar Masa Ar Bar Masa Miab. The only time this is true is if it's the barla Ara, the carga the Haishas. If the taxes that are being collected are... Current taxes, the bar la'are is property taxes, and cargo is kesef kul Rashi says. That's a tax that you have to pay simply because you're alive. But it's only if it's for the current fiscal year. But if the taxes that are being paid are being paid for a previous year, being that the king already was appeased, at that point, what happened happened, and this Gabi HaMalach wouldn't have a right to go ahead and do this move where you're trying to collect money from Ruvain but it's inconvenient, I might as well take it from Shimon and let Shimon figure out a way to get the money from Ruvain that's not something you would be able to do so what's the difference if it's the current year or if it's the previous year so Rashi explains and if you look at the Rishonim they explain it even more and that is so once upon a time it was a good job to be a Gabe Amelech, to be a tax collector it was fairly lucrative we had yesterday's dafta Mocha like Kitzvah this is not a bad deal use your discretion when you determine how much money you're going to take from people. But the way people had the right to be a Gabbaya was by guaranteeing the government that they were going to get a certain amount of money. So basically the arrangement was you would sit down with the IRS and you would tell them, listen, what do you project that you're going to collect in income tax for the current year? They would throw out a number. He says, I'll tell you what, I'm going to deal with it, I'm going to collect. Let's agree on a certain number that I'm going to give you. They shook hands on it, and now the Gabaya Melech is allowed to collect, and he's allowed to take everything that he took. Now, what happens if the Gabaya Melech didn't collect enough money to even give the Melech the amount of money he promised him he was going to have to give him? So who do you think is the other al right? You don't need a drum roll for this. Not a lot of suspense. It's bullshit. The other al is the melech. So at the end of the year, this guy would have to write a check for whatever he agreed to give him. So the Gemara says that the way we look at the Gabiya melech is different before he pays up the melech versus after he pays up the melech. Until he pays up the melech, when you're in the current year, so he's making his payments, I don't know, quarterly installments. So until he makes the last payment, at that point, he's a shluch of the malka. Right now, I'm working for the king. Once he pays the melech off hundred percent, so the melech got his thing. We can't view you anymore as a shluchan malka. What are you now? Now you're working for yourself to try to make yourself as whole as possible. So zok so this halacha that a person could go to someone else and take assets from him to make himself whole or to compensate for money that somebody else owns him. That's only true if it's in the current year. Why? Because if it's in the current year, so you didn't pay up the melech at 100%, so now we look at you as an agent of the king. The king could do it. The king could do whatever he wants. So therefore, you could do this as well, as opposed to once you already paid off the guy, meaning it's already in the following year. Right now, it's 2024, and you're collecting taxes for... I guess 2022. But the point is, if it's already for the, the previous year, so, gavna, then already we look at yourself as any money that you're collecting is to make yourself whole. Oh, it's to make yourself whole. That's not going to be okay. So once it's Pious Malka, once the king already got everything that he was supposed to get, now we view it a little bit differently. In the year, the halachis, you would not be able to make this move. Oh, my Robert, Robert said, no, 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 people whose parnosa is that they have behemois and they fertilize fields. Rashi says, Akum. we're talking about, in the Yehudim, behemois um mehen So their job is, they come to your field and they're more than happy to fertilize your fields. So the Allah is like this, Ravah talking. But if they operate within the tchom, meaning within civilization, also you're not allowed to buy behemoths from them. My time why not? Because we're afraid that maybe, animals roam, and maybe an animal that belongs to one of the Yidin, with all the animals from this Akum who has this business where he fertilizes people's fields. And if you're going to buy the behemoth, could be you're buying the Yid's behemoth. And as a result, you're buying from a gazlin. If, however, the Akum operate only outside the Tchum, then you're allowed to, because we're not going to suspect that maybe a Jewish animal went and therefore we could assume that whatever you're taking from the akum actually belongs to the Akkum. "How you Let's say you witness the following scene. You see an animal, there's a, a Haimashi that's running after this animal, and it's Chutz Okay, so in a situation like that, I feel a Chutz then you're not going to be able to take it. Meaning, even though we assume ordinarily that the animals that are inside the city don't roam beyond the Chum, but if you saw it with your own eyes, okay, and you saw it with your eyes, that's already a whole different story. Machruz, <laughs> Rava, Viteh, and Ravuna. made the following Declaration, some say it was Rafuna that did the Salkin L'Elo, the Nachden L'sata. Yidin that go from Babel to Eretz Yisrael, that's the Salkin L'Elo, they go north. Or Yidin that go from Eretz Yisrael to Babel, the Nachden Lesata. Hay Bar Yisrael, the other Sadhusel If there's a Bar Yisrael that knows Eidos about Ogoi. So there's a Yid that knows Eidos regarding guy. Meaning to benefit him, but nobody was tevei him to go to Bezdin and to actually testify. And he goes now into a non-Jewish court, and he acts as a witness. He testifies. And it's coming at the detriment to a Yisrael. So the cases where a Yid and a Eni Yehudi are standing din Torah, and the courthouse is not a Jewish courthouse. You're a yid, and you know aides that could benefit the inner Yehudi. Nobody summons you, no one asks you to come to court, and you decide on your own that it's the right thing to do, so you're going to volunteer your, your testimony. Meshamtinele, we put him in that's what Rav said. Some say, this is what Rav, is at my time? And what's the reason? So Pasha, you would say, because you're helping the in the Yehudi, clap the Yehudi. But the Gemara says that's not the reason. The reason is, the inu mafki memoyna apu medichat. The reason is because they don't conduct themselves bedini Yisrael. As we're about to see in a minute, if you had confidence that this courthouse was going to operate bedini Yisrael, then we would say, yeah, the just because there's a yid that's on the losing end of this... Transaction doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't go testify. The reason, however, it's a problem is because the rules and regulations that they use at the end of the day are not Kidine Yisro, even though there's something called Dina the Machusadina, but you don't have to volunteer. So, being that it's not going to be so therefore you're not supposed to testify. So, what's an example of something that they do that we don't do? The Inu Mafkim Amoina Pumadechat. They'll use the testimony even of an Eid Echot to be Moitzim Amen. We know. That an Eid Echot could be Machayev Shvu'ah, but an Echot is not enough to be Moitzi moment. So being that, then operating in Bidine therefore we have the sensitivity. If says the Gemara, this is only true if you're an Eid Echot, I will betray Let's say you and another Yid are going to go together, in that case it's going to be fine. Why? Because now there's going to be two Yid in there. If there's going to be two Yid in there, you don't have to worry about the fact that they are Moitzi Moman with Eid Echot. It's not going to be Eid Echot. Even when it's an Eid Echot, the only time it's a problem is de Elochot. So Rashi says, Magista is a Kfar It's Village. So, in the courthouses, in the small villages, that's where they used to be. Mitzimam and Afilu al Yedei Edechad Avol Rashi says the Beidavar is the Shultoy. Right? this is like a federal courthouse, this is a Chash of the courthouse. In Unamichad Amumsa Shaduleis. Rashi has two years, so he's had on. to learn this. Rashi's first pshat is: is they too, if there's an Edechad, will only allow the Edechad to be Mechayiv Shfuah, not to be Mitzimam. And as a result, it's the same halach. I'm said Yavid When I was by Rav Huna, so in one version of the Gemara, Rav Huna is the one who said this. And we asked Rav Huna the following question, let's say you have an Adam Chashev, who the courthouses, even the Shiltoin, even the Beidavar, they're him as if he's 2 apume, Meaning, and as a result... So should we say therefore that you cannot go testify? Or do we say that being that by definition this person is an Adam Chashev, if he doesn't go and testify, it could be it's going to end up being problems, right? A Chashev, a person, avoids the Malchus, it could be an issue and take who the Bnei Yeshiva warrant short. In other words, the Shiloh was, what happens if there's a Yid who's a chasheviyad, and he knows that in the courthouses, they're going to be him like two edim. Now, in the Dina Yisrael, there's no such thing that you have an ed echad who's so chashav that we're going to be him like two edim. Now, there is the Rambam in the end of Sanhedrin where the Rambam talks about that a, a Yid can say Edus, and even if you don't have two Edim, but if the Dayan feels in a, in a very deep place that what this person is telling is the truth, so it could be over there, he would trust them. But the Pashtus is that even Moshe and Aharon that come together and say Edus being that they crave them, they're not going to be Nehmonim. But in the Beit Davar, in the Shultan they would trust sometimes an Ed that was khash of like two people. The question is, is he also an Ed that's not let us say Edus? Why not? That's this Halacha. He's because they're going to be in Mom and Alpia is a What would be the Tzad Nat? So the Tzad nat is more of a a svarit study that means that is another and it's like matzim mishnah So it could be the appropriate thing to do is you know what, just go volunteer it. That's the right thing. The Gemara says, "Take Omer um, Avashi." Avashi said, "How about you sold the a Yisrael that sells a piece of property to an oivit kechovim a mitzra debar Yisrael chavre." So this is a yid that owns a property and he has a neighbor that's also a yid. Okay, he took his property, his land, and he sold it to an oivit kechovim. Said Rav Ashi Mesham we put him in chayim. My time it says in Is it because he violated dinah debar metzra? Right, he had no right to go sell it to an nevi There's something called dinah debar metzra. You should have sold it to uh, your neighbor. Give him first dibs. But the Gemara says, we learn zavon me If somebody buys something from an akum or a zavon li akum, he sells something to an akum, which is what we need. Akum mishum dinah debar metzra. The says if he sells something to an akum, there's no Dina debar metzra. El the Gemara says the amri le. The reason you put him in chayim has nothing to do with Dina debar metzra, but rather it's because this. This person can say, Arya, You literally put a lion next door to me. Meaning it's dangerous for this Yid now to be living in this Matziv. And as a result, Misham we put this person in Cherem. Unless this person makes a Kabal. What's the Kabal going to be? That any Oynes, any Hefset you're going to have because of the fact that this person is your neighbor, I'm willing to eat it. This is something that I'm willing to take responsibility for. In that instance, once he says that, even if he's only Mekabalit, that would be enough for us to remove the shamta to remove the cherem. Either way, moving along. We have a lot to get. So the previous Mishnah talked about these infamous Muchsin and Gabon. What were the Muhsin and the Gabon? They're both tax collectors. Each one had his knech, but is that they were tax collectors. And the Mishnah made an Akimta that we're talking about muhsin and gabayim that weren't erlich. Meaning, just because someone's a tax collector, that by definition doesn't mean that if he takes money from you, he's a gazzling. That's why we had the whole sugin. Yesterday's daf and today's daf. But, we said already, our are talking about muhsin and gabayim that didn't behave properly. Either, muchzen like kitzvah, they just have the right to take indiscriminate and that's already Even in Shmuel's world of Dina, the Machus Adina, pushing the envelope a little bit. Or it's a Muchas Oymad Meyela. Maybe it's a Muchas K'nani. So there were different Akimtas that we saw in yesterday's talk. But again, not a Muchas, it's What happens if the Muchas, the tax collector, comes and he takes your Hamar? He takes your donkey. Then he replaced it with another chamar. Or not list him as ksusoi. Or if list him come and they take your ksus. So you want to know what Chazal thought of muhsin? They put muhsin and list him together in the same breath. List him right? These are Pashit Ganofim. we Gaslonim as we'll say. Either way. So if list him come and they take your ksus. And they replace it with another shirt, The You're allowed to keep the chamar or the ksus that you got from the muhis and from the list him. Why? If they're muchsin, they're becheskaskas If they're wisdom, that is their nine to five. That's not just becheskas. He he, right? So if that's the case, why then are you allowed to take something from them? We should assume that whatever you're taking is really stolen. The reason is because we assume that the Bible will be and be that the Bible will so whatever you're taking now, you're already kind of with yish or. Maybe Yish, but the bottom line is, it's because of Yish that this is something that you're allowed to take. If somebody saves somebody that belongs to somebody else from Anar, meaning this thing was being swept away by Anar, and you went ahead and you saved it. Or there were troops that came, and they were taking somebody's thing, and you saved it from the troops. Or you saved somebody that belongs to somebody else from the list. In. If the Bailam were Miyayish, the Halach is you're allowed to keep it. The same is true if you see somebody's bees, a whole swarm of bees, if you know that the owner was meyayish, then the halach is that you're allowed to keep it. Now, the truth is, these few lines, which the Gemara is going to talk about, feel like they belong more in Elu But the bottom line is, this is the halacha. If someone's matzel something from a Nahar, from a Gaius, from Listim, if someone's matzal the chil shal devayim, in all these cases, what's the halacha? In this hare elu shaloi, In that case, you're not going to be able to keep it. A woman or a cotton who are ordinarily possible le'edas, they're believed to say, Meaning, if there's a swarm of bees, now we're trying to figure out, whose bees are they? So, right? How are you supposed to know? If someone comes forward and says, I saw the Nechil Shold I was following their whole journey, they started here, they went there. That person's going to be believed. Rabbi Yehuda Mbraker said a chiddush: even an isha, even a katan, that ordinarily are not neman, they're going to be believed. Why? We'll see in the Gemara. Ala- a person's allowed to go into his friend's field to save his swarm of bees. So if you have bees and they went into your neighbor's field, you're allowed to go into that field to save your bees. But if you're mazik when you're in your friend's field, you have to make the person whole. What happens if you have a bunch of bees and they just perch themselves? on your friend's tree. So they're on a branch. Now, you want to get the bees. The best way for you to get is just to cut the branch off and take the bees. Now, if you do that, you're being masked the owner of the tree. But no worries. You make up that you're going to make this person whole. The halacha is that if you want to do that, you cannot do that. Meaning, you're now let to cut the branch. i Even if your intention is to make the person old. and break it's This is really something that you're allowed to do. Zok the So the mission began. Not mm-hmm. as came. They took your chamir, but they were kind enough to replace it or be it with someone else's list them took your ksus and they replaced it with somebody else's so, so what's the let her keep it and the reason is because we assume the when we don't a if so not that way and not that if the muhis or the list comes and gives you a chamar, gives you a ksus, you're not going to keep it. You have to give it to the bavel marishayim. Why? honey? obviously, because yish is not kaino. No And being that you received the peisir, so therefore it's not going to be okay. What are those words of Because yish, we know it's kaino when it comes to elametzias. What's the difference then? Why is it such an ASIC in Perek Merubah? and Agayzelaitzim Agayzelmaichel where the Yish is kind or not because of the Surah So the other, but either way, the time that the Bais holds Yish Kedil Loikani. Incidentally, the Rishonim speak out; it's not just Yish Kedil Loikani. This is already Yish Fashina Rishos. So number one, Yish Kedil is Loikani. I Rashi, and even Yish Fashina Rishos is not coming. That's already a Chiddush. Some say in Bala Hachser Yachzal that this Bais said that if you want to return it to the B'Alam Rishonim, you could. My time. What's the reason? I mean, it sounds like you don't have to, but if you want to, it's a nice thing to do, because Yish Kedih Kani, really Yish is if a person says, you know, I know Yish is kinda, of, but I don't want to have somebody else's money, Machzal Baila Mare you're not right? a Chazit Shaita, it's a nice Midas Chasidas, it's definitely something to do. But the point is, the Mishnah said that if somebody takes Hamar uh, from the muhis, he takes a from the Listim, the Gemara brought a Braisa, the first version of the Braisa, that says, no, Machzal Baila Mare what is the Nekudas HaMachloikis? Whether Yehosh is Koina or whether Yehosh is not Koina. Hare Eilu Shaloi Mepnei Shehabaylin V'chulo. So just has a background to the next Gemara that we're about to learn. The Mishnah said, first case of the Mishnah, Natlum Muchsenes Chamoirei V'Noslo Chamoirei R'Ach, Natlum Lussenes Ksus V'Nosloi Ksus Achez. Hare Eilu Shaloi Mepnei Shehabaylin V'Nosloi And the Gemara just explained, Yehosh is Koina. Next part of the Mishnah. It sounds like that we is Kaina, but at the same time, you would have to know for a fact that the Bailim were miyayish. In other words, in the reach of the Mishnah, you see yish is Kaina, but you also see that min we assume that the person was miyayish. In the next part of the Mishnah, you see that Yish is Kainah, but not Min ha-stam. It's only if you know for a fact that the when were Miayish. It's a subtlety, but it's a very, very big difference. Not the Murks and even also Chamerach. Not the Listin as Ksusim and also Ksusim Acheres. Hareel Shelo'i. Why? Because we assume that Bnei Yisha Bilemus Yoshem they have. Meaning Min ha-stam, we assume there's a Yish. Hamatzman and Anor, Menagayis and Menalisten. If you know for a fact, right? if you know it for a fact that that's what happened, oh, then that loch is that Yish is going to be kind. It sounds a little bit from the first part of the Mishnah, you assume for sure the person was Miyayish, and the next part of the Mishnah, not. Okay, so you'll tell me it's two different stories. But it's not two different stories, because the of the Mishnah and the second part of the Mishnah both mention, listen. Not to list them as Meaning, when the list takes something from somebody, the person automatically is Miyayish. Next case. It sounds like when the listim takes something from somebody, the person is not automatically Miyayish. So, really, there's a stir in the Mishnah. Rashi in the Mishnah already asked this Kasha, ayin Sham, and Rashi said it's going to be Mavur in the Gemara what the Eitzah is. The Gemara Rashi is referring to is not a Meforish Gemara, but it's, it's the Gemara that we're about to learn right now. So, okay. Rabashi said regarding the first part of the Mishnah that says if somebody takes a chamor from the muchis, he takes a ksuz from the listim. That's only true only by listim. It's only true for listim. There, you assume for sure the person was meyayish. Meaning, if a comes and takes you a thing, men astam. Youre Mi. I have a list, but list Yisrael, not Sava, because the person thinks lebedina. Tomorrow I'm going to be able to take him to court, and like this, I'll be able to get this thing back. Now Rava made him akim to the Mishnah. He said, the only time we assume by list him in Aslan that the person's Miyaish is list him or By list him, Yisrael, we don't assume for sure the person was Mish. Ravashi would answer the theory in the Mishnah. The first part of the Mishnah is talking about listim loyv de and minastam is miyayish. The next part of Mishnah is talking about listim yisro, minastam lav dafki is miyayish. But the Gemara asks a for Akash, I think it should be just the opposite. Why? Akum, the daini begiti. Akum, the way they paskin is begiti, meaning they use strength, loy miyayish. The person is not miyayish Yisrael. However, when it comes to the dina Yisrael, the amri Memar, all they do is they say, meaning they make recommendations. They tell you there's a shacht, there's a smad, there's a ksoist, there's a there's a machloikis, you know, This is the way they paskin. Right? They don't demonstrate it. They just say it. So therefore, miyayish. I think uh, a person would be miyayish. Rabbi have heard this nakuda, and he said, I think it should be just the opposite. I think that it's more Mestaber that people would be Miyayish when it comes to Listim Yisrael because he knows that ultimately this din is going to be presided by by Dayone Yisrael as opposed to by Akim it should be just the itma itma so said Reb Yosef that you have to say that this Akimt is really in the Seyfe not the Mishnah said if someone's matzal from Akim or from Liston, this Yashua Bailim, what's the halacha? Then Hareyoshaloy, now it's mashma, the Imnes Yashua Bailim, in. But Stamaloy, on that he said, Akim, that's only true by Akim, Daini Bigiti, because they pass Paske Bigiti, Abel Liston, it. Kibid Amri, Meme, and Miyayish, being that they only recommend it, therefore the person is actually more likely to be Miyayish. The bottom line is that the herits to the steer in the Mishnah, whether we assume in Astam, when Liston takes something, the Bailim is Miyayish or not, is one is talking about Dine Yisrael, or Listem Yisrael, and the other one's talking about where it was Listem, which one is which? These are the two Bushaynas in the Gemara. And the Gemara really has two ways of looking at it. You can make the argument that by Listem akum, you're more likely to be Miyayish, because you have less faith maybe in the legal system if it's uh, by a year. So uh, there you know you'll be able to take the person to the entire you'll be masminim if he doesn't come we will be in cheir you will get a psicha 90 days it's all in So therefore you're a little bit more confident that maybe you'll be able to pull it off and this is far to say just the opposite. The dayani saw at the end of the day they'll tell you they'll recommend it this is what you're supposed to do if you're going to take a person to so there you're actually less likely to be me. talk to you more. We learned in a mishnah over the earth. So where's the air? It's in the 26th parak of Mesech des Kalem. But if it sounds familiar, even if you maybe didn't learn the 26th parak des Kalem, we had this le'il and dafsam the base. This is something that came up already in parak meruba. So we really discussed this very much in detail. A, a balabayas that has skins. He has oiros. He has. This leather, machshava mitamasa. As soon as he has a machshava, that he wants the Ur, to be a finished product, it's considered a finished product, and now it's going to be muchel the So the background to this halacha is that keli ma mekabel when the keli is nigma. So sometimes it's very objective. You know when the keli is nigma, but it's not nigma. Sometimes it depends on the machshava of the person that's making the keli. So if he's done in terms of his processing, okay, so now it's nigma. Now it's rois the kabel If not, not. So the Mishnah says that is that belong to a balabai as soon as he has a machshava to say I like it the way it is, I'm going to use it for some commercial purpose whatever that is. At that point, it's now Mokshavah Kabatulah. So Avdon, but let's say you're a professional, so you're not a balaboz who's just doing something for yourself, but you're going to sell it. A Just having a in, you in know, one of the earlier stages of the processing doesn't make it a keli. And the reason is because the Avdon's machshavah is not really a because he's not going to use it. He's going to sell it. So really, we care about the end user, what his machshavah is going to be. The Avdon's is not the end user, so therefore, the halokhi is that he, his machshava doesn't have the ability to be metama. But we don't need that part of the Mishnah. We very much need the next part of the Mishnah. Shall gazel. Let's see somebody's a gazel. a machshava If he steals Oirois, and now he goes and he starts processing them, his machshava does not have the ability to be metama. But let's say someone's a ganav, machshava metamos, and his machshava does have the ability to be metama. Meshim is just the app. It's shol If you're a gazlin, machshava metamos, the machshava is metama. Shol ganav, machshava machsovah if it's a ganav, machshava is not metama. And the reason is, lufi shiloi nesio ha Because by a ganav, we assume the Bible more miyayish, but by a gazlin, we assume the Bible more miyayish. So what's the Mishnah say? Number one, there's a difference between a ganav and a goslin. We know that. We're almost finished by the camera. What's the difference? They both steal. That's the tzad HaShavah But a goslin steals in a very open way. He looks you between the eyes and he takes whatever he wants to take from you. That's the dogma that's always brought to describe the goslin. A ganav is somebody that acts covertly looks both ways, nobody's looking, he devises a whole strategy of how he's going to go about it and he's not going to get caught. In Halacha, the ganav is traditionally more chamer than the Ganev, he pays carefully, he pays the al and Perik Merubah, that's the difference between a ganav and a Gassel. In this Mishnah, talked away in the Sech kalim, Reb Shimon and the Chachamim argued how Yush correlates to the ganav. And the Goslin and the Machloikis that they had were literally svarasafuchos. The Chachamim in the Mishnah were of the opinion that a person who is a nigna, meaning if somebody goes and is a ganav and takes something from somebody else, we assume that the person was probably miyayish. By a Goslin, you're not miyayish. Rav Shimon said just the opposite. Rav Shimon said min astam, we assume that when somebody has something stolen from him and the person was a goslin, then you're miyayish. Again, you're not going to be miyayish. Now, you can hear the Svaras, Lakan or Lakan. Right? One svara is that a person is more likely to be Miyayish with a Ganev because he doesn't know who stole it from him. The Goslin he saw the guy, so I'm going to go after you. Then again, the Goslin, if he was comfortable enough and confident enough to come and literally rip something away from you, so yeah, I'm not so sure I want to go after this guy. Maybe just take the loss and we'll try better next time, right? So there is such a thought process. And this was a machoikas between the Taner Shemin and with the Chachaman. Do we assume that in Astam you're Miyayish by a ganiv, or do you assume by a gazan. according to the chacham, by a ganav yemei yaiish, according to by a gazlan yemei in this mishnah in Masechet Skaelam the, the nafgimina is for gazlin or a ganav steal, oros, and now the ma'abed the oiros they have a machshava this is the way I want it to be is there machshava machshava or not you have to be the bailam in order for the machshava to be a machshava so says the chachamim if you're a ganav machshava mitamason if you're a gazlin machshava mitamason he says just the opposite shall gazlin machshava mitamason because yirush is kind of, or we assume that you are miayish by a, a gospel a being that we assume that you are Miyayesh therefore it's yours and therefore the machshav is going to be matamah by a ganif. a machshav is metam so Gemara, Omar, Ulo, Ulo said, machlekes, this machloik is between Reb Shimon and the Chachamim is bestam that's if we don't know if the person was Miyayesh or not Miyayesh so minastam Ghazlan, Ghan, if that's the machloikis. If you hear the guy say I'm Miyaiish, doesn't matter if the person that took it was a Gan or a Ghazlan, doesn't matter if you're going to the Shet Rabshim, the of Khachomim. If you know for a fact that the person was Miyayish, Dibia call Yush Khani. Rabba Rabba said, Nabi Machloikis. No, the Machloikis, but you Rab Shim and the Khachomim is even if you know for a fact that the person was Mayash. Now what would be the Svara? What would be the svara? If the person says he's miyayish he's Miyayish. The reason is because we don't trust you. Because at the end of the day. Deep in your heart, right? Yush is something that happens in your kishkas. And we believe that you really were miyash. You said you're miyash, but you weren't really miash. And we have faith that you are miyash. And therefore, we assume that despite the fact that you said it, still the yush is not gonna be yush. So yeah, what's the machoikis? Ula said, Machoikis is Bisnam, other bidu diriac called Yush don't argue with Ula. I'll bring you a like Ulah. That what? That is I will be dua, Everybody holds. Because there's a Mishnah like him. You know which Mishnah? That Mishnah. Right. What did Rabbi Shimon say? Rabbi Shimon said chiluf advarim. Because the Bailem wore a miyayish. What does it sound like? Because they physically wore a miyayish. But if they would physically be miyayish, it would be a yish. Amaleh. So Rabbi said, "No, Anan." He said, "Abayah, Mantaya the Talmud." We had a whole different nusach in this mishnah. Our nusach was that Rabbi Shimon said, "Lefisha ein yirush, l'abayim That's why we had the mishnah, not "Lefisha loy nasiyash l'abayim pumped." But Yush doesn't work in this case. Oh, Yush doesn't work in this case. I don't know. but He's saying what I'm saying He's not saying. what. Bottom line is this is It's like we learned in a mishnah, and where's this mishnah? This is already our mishnah. Not the muksah If muksin takes somebody's chamor. And they replace it with a chamar that they took from somebody else. Or if the listim come and they take someone's ksos and they replace it with a ksos that they took from somebody else. So what's the haloch? you are allowed to keep it. And the reason is because we assume that the baylam were miyayish. So the Gemara says like this, who is the town of our Mishnah? Meeting. Our Mishnah says that minastam, the mukhis, and the listim are both people that if they take your item, we assume you are miyayish. Now, a mukhis is a ganev or a goslin? A is a goslin, right? He just takes it from you. A listim is a ganev, right? A listim doesn't just brazenly take something from you. He figures out an eitzah to try to go ahead and get it from you. So essentially, what did the Mishnah just say? The Mishnah said, "Side the goslin and side the ganev, if they take something from you, we assume that you are Mi'ayish. So the Gemara says, Mani, who is the time of the Mishnah? I Rabbanon, if it's going according to the Rabbanon, Kasha Goslin. How do you understand the Goslin? And I Rabshimin, if it's going according to Rabshimen, Kasha Ganev. How do you understand the Ganev? Meaning the Mishnah, it sounds like side the Ganev and side the Goslin, we assume this year. So the Gemara says, Bishlam the Bishlam according to Ula, that's it. That there's no machleks of shimon the chacham. If you know for a fact that they were miyayish, so you'll make an aikimta. Although it's a little bit uncomfortable, but you're going to make an aikimta in the mission that it's talking about. Where well, you know for sure he was miyayish. It's an aikimta. When we read the Mishnah we didn't read it that way. The whole first Gemara didn't sound that way. But we're going to assume it's talking about Beodua. You know for sure that the guy was Meiyish, and therefore it can work according to everybody. Because if you know he was it doesn't matter if you're a god or a Gasa. El Rabbah not Meichelik, is going to Rabbah. That says Meichelik is even Biyodua. Hamani, who's the of the Mishnah? Rabbanon, the It's not going coin to Rabbanon. It's not going to Reb because Sair Rabbanon and Sair Abshimin hold that. Either Ganov or Goslin. Even if we know for um, you the Yish is going to be a Yish. And here you have a Mishnah that says Sa of and Sa Goslin. So the Gemara says, no, I'll tell you, the Mishnah is going coin to go When the Mishnah says him, it means Belistim It's referring to Listim Mizuyin. Listim Mizuyin. If you remember in Parakakoynis, it's a big machloikis, whether he has a din of a Ganav or a din of a Goslin. We're going to go according to the Madaba that holds a of Mizuyan. Is not a Ghana, but rather he's a Goslin. And being that the Listim is is a Goslin, so the whole Mishnah, Sai the Muchis, and Sai the Listim are Shimon, and it's going according to the Mishnah. So it's the same thing. There's no difference between the Muchis and the Listim. So why do you have to repeat it twice? The Tanah the Mishnah wanted to tell me two different cases of Goslin. And it's not just two cases, right? You could come up with a lot of cases of Goslin. The two cases are a regular goslin, and then a list of who's a ghazlan. Right, just to hazard for a minute. List of there's a is whether he's a Ghanov or a ghazlan. What did the toots taught him? The reason you would treat him as a ghanav is because most Ganovim or most listim, they steal when nobody's looking. But the list is unique in that he doesn't want any of the neighbors to see, right? He doesn't want anyone to know that he's a listim. But once he meets his prey, once he meets the person that he's coming after, his victim at that point looks him square, right? He has no problem taking it from him. So, Mitzat Echad, he has certain Tchunas HaNefesh of a Ganav. Mitznatshein, he has Tchunas HaNefesh of a Gazan. Hence, the big is in Chas, Whether is Listem is a Ganav, like Listem usually are, or maybe he's a Gazan. But even if he's a Gazan, it's an Anderim Min Gazan, and the time of the Mishnah wanted to tell us Shreyi Gavni Gazan, toshma. i bring you another Raya, uh, a Ganav. So what we need is the Ganav and the Ghazlan. If they this something, hektish. If they give truma, it's truma. Who's the town of Vish'i? He, He's a going to go into and Kasha Ghazlan. Gosselin. Gosselin's hektish is hektish. That would certainly imply that he was miyayish. The rabbanon hold that stam gzeli and amiyai shan irab Shimin kashagad. It's a bishleimikul to rabbanu biyudua kani, that if we know for a fact that the person was miayish, everybody holds. Saigon of say gazland is yish. No, hachinami biyudua of the yakoli. I'll tell you, it's talking about biyudua, and everybody is in agreement. Rabbi rabbanu biyudua namimachikes, but going to rabbanu that holds that this machloikus even biyudua hamani, who is the tana of this halacha? Or rabbanu, or It can't be the rabbanu. It can't be rabab shemin. There's nobody that we know that holds that say of and say gazland is going to be yish. So the gemara says, but listen. This b'risa that says Haganavah Hagazlin. When it says ganev it's referring to list the This is a little bit tricky, and it's going. I'll leave to Rabshem. if it's going, leave it We'll explain this in a second. So the Ganiv is really the Gazlin. So why do you have to tell me Gazlin twice? The Gemara says We wanted to tell you two different types of Gazlin, like the Gemara said earlier. So here, this akimta is a little more gishmak. Haganov and hagazlan. The gazlan is a regular gazlan. Who's the ganav? The ganav is really a gazlan. Ganav is a gazlan? Right now it's getting even more confusing. Yeah, he's a listim, who's usually a Ganov. He happens to be a listim izuyan that's treated in halacha like a gazlan. But you see how vital listim, even a listim izuyan is a Ganav on some level, because we're referring to him as the Ganav. As the ganef, not the gazlan, as the gan. Grad in shulchan aruch the din of a gazlan. Where's the negayat? Tain tainus list the mezuzah, kaful, all these different halachas. But the point is, is that when it says a really it means a gazlan a because we're going to Reb Shimon, and only coin to Reb Shimon is there a mustik of yirush, even if the guy is for It's only by a Why would it say a Because we mean a listim, and a listim is becheftusoy a sh'tik ganef, and therefore even though this. List and has a din of a goslem, still we'll get a champion. E but the same thing, anything worse another eight. So there's another eight so to answer this Bryce, and that is nisse, Rabbi. This Bryce is going coin to Rabbi. Who's Rabbi? Tanya we learned to the Bryce. Rabbi, I mean Rabbi said, Ganiv kegasl. So Rebbi says, You want to know my shita as it relates to Yish with a ganev and a Goslin? I hold a Ganav as like a Goslin. Now. Okay, that doesn't really help us. Ganav like a Goslin, meaning like Rav Shimon's Goslin. Stam goslin is Yish, Ganob also? Like the Rabbanan's Goslin with his no years and Ganav is not like Goslin. The of and we have a Masorah as the Gemara is going to say in one minute that what Remy meant was he meant Rab Shimon's Goslin. In other words, he Ganav and Goslin both have Yish, and if side Ganav and side Goslin both have years so this B'raisa will be talking about Noah Kimtes Ganav Goslin. True, you want to know who the town is, not the Rabonin. It's not Rav It's the third cheetah It's the cheetah of Rabbi. Incidentally, that's Pasha. Once we're Mayasha, this Brai's uh, that it's talking about the outside. So the previous Brai's Meaning our Mishnah could also be talking about Shita's Rebbe. You don't have to say that we're talking about list of Betray Gavni Gavni Gufa. So we just mentioned Rabbi's Alocha. The Gemara is going to talk about it a little bit. Rabbi I and mean, Rabbi said This is from the Signun of Rabbi. Right? Rabbi sometimes used to say this mirani, Ganav kegaslin. Ganav a Ganav is like a gaslin. The come up did he mean that a ganav was like a Gazlin The the who in the 26th paragraph is of the scale and hold that there's no years by a Ganav. So. There's no Yish by a Gazlin. Ganav is like a Gazlin that there's no Yish according to every side by a Ganav, side by a Gazlin. Or you don't look a Gazlin, the Rev Shimon come out Or no, maybe he's like Rev Shimon that we assume years by a Gazlin. And a Ganav is like a Gazlin that there's going to be years by a Ganav as well. Our Mishnah. Who's the town of our Mishnah? So we already went through this, and I'm an olive. The Gemara is going to go through it again with a slightly different connection. So again, what did you see in the Mishnah? You saw in the Mishnah that side inside the list, then. The mukhes is, uh, is a Goslin. The listum we assume is a ghanav. In both cases, we assume that the person is miyash. Who is the Irab Rabban? It is it the Rabban Kasha Goslin? How do you reconcile Goslin Irab e If it's Rabb Shimon Kasha now I e am Rishloim. The Gemara says, Rishloim, if you'll tell me, Rebbe. It, that when Rebbe said that a Ganev is like a Gazlin, what did he mean? He meant like Rebbe Shimmons. Meaning he holds that this year, it's side by of side by Gazlin. So, Hamani, Rebbe, I'll tell you, who's the tan of the Mishnah? It's Rebbe. That's where it's kind of side by the of side by the Ghazlan, because that's Rebbe Shito. Ganev ki Ghanav, that it's always kind. But if you're going to tell me that Rebbe Shito is, that a Ganev is like a Gazlin, that it's never kind of Hamani, why Rebbe, it doesn't work out with anybody. So the Gemara says what it said already on Amid Aleph. The Mishnah is going, but list him, When it says list him, it doesn't mean a regular list It means a list him, who's really a goslin. If that's the case, so it's repetitive. He's a goslin. Why do you need two cases of goslin? No, we wanted to tell you, side by a regular Gazlin and side by a list him, who's only a goslin. Touch Agana, the hagaslin, the ha an aspectation, hack this which mustn't choose say um my stroy some mice. Who's the ton of this brice? So eat rabon, is it the rabon? Kashmir ghazlin it's Gonna be shwer the fact that it says that uh, Gazlin, who's Makdish or Gazlin, that's Mafra Shumit, works at E Reb Shimon Kasha And if it's Reb Shimon, it's Kasha Again, the same exact question the Gemara asked on nominal. I <speaking> Am Reb Shleimah, Rebbe Ganev, Kegazlin, Reb <Hebrew> Shimin, Koma. Beshleim, if you're gonna tell me the one Rebbe said that Ganev was Kegazlin, he met Reb Mishum Meshumachi kani. Then it's very good, the Brysa. Meaning the Brysa, that's Mavur, side Ganev, and Saigazlin, Yeshis Kone, is going according to Rebbe, who holds Ganev is Kegazlin, Gazlin, De Reb Shimin, and therefore it. He's a Tana that holds that and But if you're going to tell me that Rabbi Shitt is that Ganav is a meaning and it's not coin at all, Hamani who is it going according to? So the Gemara says the same tarot, But Belis the referring to Belis the for Rab Shiminihi, and it's going to be Rab Shemini, so the Ganav is really a Gazan so really what the price is saying is Gazan the Gazan, so why do you have to tell it to me twice Trey, Gabni, Gazan, we wanted to have two cases of a Gazan, I'm going to be the Ashi told Rabbi, Toshma, I'll bring you a to what Rabbi meant again? What was the the avoid of this Gemara? Rabbi said, "Oimer ani ganav kegaslin," and the bnei Shiba weren't sure. Kegaslin the rabbanon kamer v'loy kani. Oidum a kegaslin the rabshimin kamer v'kani. We tried bringing a raya from our mishnah. We tried bring a raya from the brayso the ganav and the goslin. That made something hectish or Mafra's truma. And so far we're over to de Gemara, Rab Ash told the Rabbah, I'll bring you a ray. The Masni Rebbi the Rab Shimon bere, And we know this. We had this now for the third time. Rebbi told his son Rab Shimon, Lloyd Sheshbayak is match. When the Mishnah says Haguzo, the if it's a doveshbai achrist, a it doesn't mean that he left over literally a dovasheshbahai's as in kark. Even if he left over a parah and it's a parah that's used for akharing. Or khamaru machamar acherov. It's a chamar and it's used for what people use a kamar for. The children are gonna have an obligation to return it, because of the covet of their father. Said Ravashi Tirabataim. It sounds like the only reason they have an obligation to return it is for covet khishboynas. But were it not for any related to COVID, they wouldn't have to. Shmami, no, you see from me, Rebbe, Kegazlan the Reb Shimon, Shmami, no, it must be when Rebbe said that Ganem is Kegazlan, he meant Kegazlan de Reb because you see me first, this is Rebbe talking, and he's teaching his son Reb Shimon, the halacha, that what? That Yish is Kaina. It's Kaina somewhere. So if it's Kaina somewhere, Balkarach. It's kind of everywhere, because we know Rabbi Shitt is Ganev is K'gazlin. He doesn't make a distinction between the Ganev and the Gazlan. So either he holds Yish is never kind of, or he holds Yish is always kind of. Yish is kind of, he holds of Reb Shimon as it relates to Ixela. And if that's the case, Ganev Kegazlan is Reb Shimon's Ganev Kegazlan. And we are going to stop here.